0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 30th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine said this afternoon the state will no longer recommend school districts in Ohio quarantine students exposed to coronavirus positive students in the classroom, which is the guidance of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Governor DeWine said the Ohio Department of Health's data shows students who are wearing masks and maintain the maximum physical distance allowed by a classroom setting are at no higher risk of contracting COVID-19. DeWine said the guidance does not extend to exposures outside of the classroom. DeWine also announced the statewide 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew will be extended until January 23rd. DeWine said that evidence shows the curfew is playing a role in keeping COVID-19 cases lower than they were previously. He reiterated the curfew does not apply to people making necessary trips. The account of a second officer at the scene of a deadly officer involved shooting in Columbus last week contradicts the story of a now-fired policeman who shot and killed an unarmed black man. Andrew Kinsey has the latest.
1: Officer Amy Detweiler told Internal Affairs investigators that she and Officer Adam Coy approached the house in Oberlin Drive with their guns drawn. She was uh, treating it as a suspicious person call, but says she didn't observe Andre Hill to be a threat and didn't see a weapon. She told investigators Officer Coy claimed he saw a firearm and opened fire. No gun was recovered on heel. Coy was fired as a result. I'm Andrew Kinsey.
0: As investigators determined whether that former officer acted criminally, reports indicate first responders didn't arrive at the scene as quickly as expected. Dino Ramos has more.
1: According to those reports, it appears that the medics didn't arrive until 15 minutes into their run. Now Hill, of course, was shot by then-officer Adam Coy after a response last week to a complaint. Now as Hill lay dying outside a garage on Oberlin Drive, Coy did ask for a medic. Now, the chief didn't want to discuss too many details because he says more details are still coming out and the investigation continues, but he is defending his medics today, saying that they did get there as soon as they possibly could. In Columbus, Tino Ramis.
0: Another company's COVID-19 vaccine could soon see approval in the U.S. More from Tracy Townsend.
2: The U.K. has authorized emergency use of another COVID-19 vaccine. This one is the one from AstraZeneca and Oxford University. And as you know, OSU Wexer Medical Center actually took part in the drug maker's clinical trial. It's one of several sites here in the U.S. doing that. Regulators plan to start injections within days and we're going to let you know when the vaccine could be available here in the U.S. I'm Tracy Townsend.
0: Federal officials issued an update yesterday in connection with the 2014 deadly shooting of Tamir Rice in Cleveland. Andrew Kinsey reports.
1: The Justice Department declined charges against the Cleveland officers involved in that case. Tamir was playing with a pellet gun outside of a rec center when he was shot by one of those officers. The burden of proof in federal cases involving police officers is quite high. Prosecutors must prove that an officer's actions okay. willingly yeah, the gun, like, broke the law. Like so, like... I'm Andrew Kinsey.
0: The city of Columbus has been dealing with a staggering number of homicides this year. Lacey Crisp reports from the capital city.
2: We are now. 30 homicides over the previous record. Now, there are 173 families now mourning the loss of a loved one, all because of the violence. Columbus Police Deputy Chief Mike Wood said in his more than 30 years at CPD, this is the worst violence he's seen.
1: Those numbers are, are young, old, uh, individuals involved in crimes, individuals that have been inside their homes. Uh, but regardless uh, of the victim, there's there's a family at home that has lost someone. In Columbus, Lacey Crisp
0: Officials say testing shows potentially harmful chemicals known as PFAs aren't widely contaminating the more than 1,500 public drinking water systems in Ohio. Those man-made chemicals, sometimes called forever chemicals, are used in products such as carpeting, cookware, and firefighting foam. They've turned up in drinking water across the U.S. This year, Ohio sampled water systems serving communities, schools, daycares, and mobile home parks. The Ohio Environmental Protection Agency says 6% had very low levels of PFAs and will be monitored. The EPA says only two systems had elevated levels that prompted further action to ensure safe drinking water. Just days before he could be sworn into office, Louisiana's newest Republican congressman has died from COVID-19. Angela Ann has the details.
2: Luke Letlow was elected in a runoff this month, but on December 19th, He was admitted to the hospital and later ended up in intensive care. He was just 41 years old. Letlow was not the only politician to test positive in recent months. The virus made its rounds at the White House as well, infecting several members of the Trump family. However, the majority only experienced mild symptoms. I'm Angela Ann.
0: And the new strain of COVID-19 being reported in the U.K. is now being seen in the U.S. Tracy Townsend reports.
2: Colorado State Lab was the first to quickly identify it after it was spotted in the U.K. Dr. Reggie Washington, chief medical officer of a children's hospital there, says it's not a reason to be alarmed.
1: Vaccine is very effective against this new variation, so there's no reason not to get the vaccine. But we continue to know that viruses mutate. That's what they do.
2: And while the symptoms of this new variant don't appear to be more severe, it may spread more quickly. Another possible spike in cases because of all of this could be on the way. I'm Tracy Townsend.
0: Special thanks to affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.